This podcast is supported by listeners like you. We're grateful for your tax-deductible donation at newthoughtphilly.org or the link in the episode description. A practical prayer is a prayer that works. These discussions between Reverend Bill Marcioni and Carol Lawrence dive into the details of how it works and how to work it. Reverend Bill is a New Thought minister and the author of Practical Prayer for Real Results. Your new life begins with a new thought. Carol Lawrence is on a spiritual quest, finding the New Thought teaching after decades on the pulpit in three different traditional denominations. I've got some questions. Together, they're exploring the philosophy and activities that come together from many of the world's religions to create the practical spirituality that is New Thought. Welcome to the Practical Prayer Podcast. I'm Carol Lawrence, and I'm here with Reverend Bill Marcioni. And today we are going to talk about 10% better. 10% better. That's better than better, right? Yeah. Well, there's the question that some people have is that monkey's paw, like we can pray for anything. And the answer is going to be yes. So if I'm in a situation where I'm wanting to get a job and there's a job that I'm up for, and it pays $60,000 a year. And I think that's a great job. But then I realize that if I take the $60,000 a year job and there's another job that pays $75,000 a year, I've said no to that and I'm settling. And that comes up a lot because we realize that where the good is not flowing in our lives, it's because there's some sort of a blockage or an obstruction. So as we get the blockage out of the way, sometimes people are getting wrapped around the axle about, wow, uh, am I settling? Could I be making a bigger ask? So a lot of times what we do in a situation like that is we just say that this is what we're praying for or something better. This or something better. You know, the job that I have as the executive manager of the McDonald's or something better, you know, and then suddenly the city wants to hire me to be in charge of something important. And that's mostly for us to remind ourselves that we're not standing in the way of our good. We're not obstructing the flow of that good. And we put that in whenever somebody has a very specific prayer request is that it's going to be this or something better. And better can be described or defined by anybody. And what I like to do is to say as good as I can possibly imagine and 10% better. So instead of just this or something better, at some point, we're going to run up against the boundaries of our beliefs. Like I, it, it is not possible for me to have that much a good or whatever flowing in my life, you know, and for somebody who's, you know, wants to make a six figure income, okay, I'd like to make a hundred thousand dollars a year. So I want that or 10% better because 10%, you know, that's, that's, that's elbow room. And we can believe that our good is going to get 10% better. And by opening ourselves up to 10% better, what we're doing is we're opening ourselves up to our good. It's whatever my limits have been up until now, and I'm going beyond them. And then 10% could be anything. Okay. That's great. I think you're, you're starting though, from a level, uh, a certain level of consciousness or a certain level of awareness that you're going to get what you ask for. Sometimes the, the person is not really absolutely sure they can get what they're asking for without the 10%. You, you, you use the term boundaries. 
just mm-hmm. now. And you, you kind of had a friend who really wanted something to happen. And uh, it was a property and she was hoping for it and talking about it and, you know, doing all of the, everything that she thought that she was supposed to do. And I felt that you're not giving the universe a chance to really answer the prayer that you're really asking. Like you can box the universe in on one hand, on one end, but even in the beginning, you can box yourself in by really not believing that what you're asking for is even possible. Right. And we don't actually box the universe in. We box in our uh, understanding of it or our willingness and ability to engage with it. Yes. There's only one box and it's an infinite box. You can't, the universe is not going to go outside of its box. We box ourselves in very effectively all the time. Mm -hmm. So uh, what we want to do is understand that whatever it is, whatever the experience is that we want to have, it's possible because it says right there in the scripture, it's not done unto you as you think or as you ask, or as you want, it is done unto you as you believe. So as you believe, so it shall be done. So what we're seeing in our life is not the result of the prayer that we said. It's the result of the belief that we have that we expressed through our prayer. Yes. Yes. And, and that, that's, that's where we start. I yeah. think is, is with what you believe about the thing that you're praying for or asking for or desiring it's it's not just the thing but do you really believe that that is possible for your life that it can really happen right now, you know some somebody who wants a hundred thousand dollar a year job and has had a forty thousand dollar a year job forever what they're going to have to do is embody the value of somebody who is compensated at that higher level if they don't believe they're worth it then that will be reflected back to them and all the experiences that they have in their work life. They'll continue to have arguments with the boss and they'll continue to not get the promotion and whatever, 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 as that goes along until there's a breakthrough in their, in their belief, in their thinking, in their understanding of their own value and what to bring to the table. At which point suddenly out of nowhere, there's a hundred thousand dollar a year job. Yeah. And also don't you have to have some perception of that $100,000 of, you know, it has to be real to you, not just a number. For example, a few years ago, I was trying to change my perception about money. I thought it was just too small and uh, I I didn't know how to do it. So I just made up a little exercise for myself to do every morning. And I wrote down a certain number of zeros just to see if my mind could wrap around the reality of that many zeros. And I got pictures of how much that money would actually physically look like. And a few things came to me with that. Number one, I realized with that much money that I had in mind, there was no bank that was going to take that much money because they only insure it up to a certain amount. So Mm -hmm. that was a question. So I thought, okay, so how many banks do you know to distribute this amount of money? And it went on and on, you know, until the reality of that amount of money became real to me. Like I actually understood what that amount of money is. And if you don't 
have some realistic perception of what you're asking for, how can it come? It can't, correct? Uh, right. If you don't have room in your consciousness or your bank for the money, then even though you might be saying you want it, what you're actually believing is that you don't want it because you don't know what to do with it and you're not prepared for it. And in other words, you don't deserve it. Well, let me tell you how mine ended up. I want it. I certainly deserve it. And I figured out what to do with it. So I got two financial management consultants. Mm -hmm. We used to call it speed dial, but now it's in my cell phone. <laughs> so I mean business when it comes. I know to do with some, but where my knowledge base falls off, I can just call them, you know, and that wasn't something. But to me, that was a, a way of saying, I really believe that this is possible. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there, there are people, you know, who want to have a committed relationship. They want to have somebody as a companion, as a lover, as a partner to spend their life with, you know, and they've been wanting this forever and they're living by themselves and they're wanting to have this relationship. And the question is, is there room in your closet for their clothes? Mm. It's yes. like, oh, no, my, I, have, I, I, I use up all the space. Well, okay, if you're not making room in your closet, how are you going to make room in your life? Yeah. And that's where the beliefs come from. And when we get our mind accustomed to this or something better, or as good as I can imagine, and 10% better, it starts showing up in lots and lots of very productive and interesting and impactful ways. And I'm, I got a story that I want to tell you, but let's take a quick break first. Okay. You can put practical prayer to work in your life and Reverend Bill Marcioni can help. He is offering an online class that teaches you to create your own practical prayer in five weekly one-hour sessions. The final hour brings your practical prayer together, anchored in live original music by a notable New Thought musician. Practical prayer is based on the most effective prayers found in religions and spiritual practices all over the world. Use it to deepen ever more fully into the truth of your spiritual nature. It's the core of a transformational spiritual practice that's simple, even if it's not always easy. Reverend Bill is also available for private spiritual counseling prayer sessions. Together, you'll lean into the challenges you've experienced in life and explore the transformation that's possible through practical prayer. You'll uncover old, hidden beliefs and uproot them to make way for the life of your dreams. Everything you need to know is on the website at b-v-light.com. That's b-v-light.com. We're back. I'm Carol Lawrence. I'm here with Reverend Bill Mascioni, and this is the Practical Prayer Podcast. And we're talking about taking off our perceived limits on the universe. This or something better when we do a prayer or opening ourselves up and inviting as good as we can believe and 10% better. So this friend of mine, a number of years ago, her husband had passed away and she realized that she was going to have to go back to work. And she's a nurse, so she had some skills. She had some chops and abilities. And she set the intention for the amount that she wanted to earn and for the sort of work that she wanted to do and the sort of work environment that she wanted to, to be in. And again, this is not a prayer for getting a job. This is a prayer for sharing my gifts 
being that bright light of good that I am and allowing myself to be richly and lavishly compensated. So she got herself a job as you know, a nurse in, in a unit, and they were delighted that she was going to be coming on board. And they said that her start date was a month off. And so she you know, was really taking advantage of the time that she had available. In the month between when she got the job and she started the job, there was another change in the unit and she wound up getting promoted. <laughs> so she went in as the manager of the unit on her first day, including a, a substantial raise. So when we pray for this or something better, or for as good as I can believe and 10% better, the yes turns into another yes. That's amazing. It's about what you believe though. You know, the 10% better. I can yeah. believe this and 10% better. Right. Right. So as we, as we queue up the prayer, we're, we're taking off any limits that we might have included in our own thinking, something that might be hidden in our, in our belief system, in our consciousness. And we're saying, I'm dispensing with that. Mm-hmm. So if it's going to be done for me, as I believe, I want to, I want to stretch my belief as, as wide as possible to open myself up to as much good as I can embody. This is an infinite universe. It has everything. It creates mm-hmm. stars out of whatever it starts with. Star now, stuff. Star stuff. I don't have to make a star. You know, the only way I can make a tomato is to start with another tomato. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, I, what I can do is have that creativity and that vision for where I want the garden to be and what kind of tomatoes I want to have growing and then set about getting the soil ready and getting the tomato seeds that are going to grow the way that I want them to and waiting until after the frost has, has ended so that I can plant my garden and grow my stuff. So we're using that creative process. We're using that law all the time. And if I don't believe that I can grow tomatoes, I'm never even going to go out and get the seeds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I see that. So it's all, you have to start. I think we talked last week or at some other point about the purpose before you even start the prayer. It's about what am I praying about? The, to me, it's like the examination or all of that starts before the prayer starts. So I got to know what I'm asking for clearly and what I believe about that. It helps. It helps. If, and what you believe about it and what you want are tied together. Because mm-hmm. if, you, if you're identifying something that you want and it's out there and you believe it to be unattainable, then you're just complaining. Mm-hmm when we're ready to accept and embody and own whatever the result of our prayer is, that's when our belief system kicks in and says, well, this is possible for me. And that's, what's activating that, that law that's responding, that's saying yes for us. Yeah. I'm big on holding on to that idea of the, the kind of pre-work I call it, looking at what I'm asking or where I am at that point. And asking myself what I think is is possible. After a while, it's not so much worrying about what's possible because everything is possible. The scripture said there's nothing impossible with God. And if everything is yes, then I just got to make sure that I got the details correct. Yeah, or at least that you tee it up to the point where you can get started in the process. Now, you've been doing this this prayer thing for a while. If somebody's brand new to it, it's a lot easier because like, oh, there's this new possibility for something that I can do. And the first thing we learn about is the purpose. And the purpose of our prayer is to change some experience in our in the life that we're having. 
Because if I'm going along, you know, going to work and having a good time with my job and having a nice time with my family, I'm not going to be praying for my job or my, my family because those are already there. It's when there's a yearning for something different. I want to have a different relationship. There's something going on with my health. There's some accomplishment that I want to make. And our ego tells us that there's a lot of stuff that we can do ourselves. You know, I want to drop this much weight or I want to be able to bench press 250 pounds or whatever it happens to be. Our ego tells us, oh, I can work on that. I get that taken care of. And we start the process and we don't make it be a spiritual process or we don't let ourselves understand that it's a spiritual process. We're actually activating that spiritual process all the time. We're always working with that creative law. The scientists will tell us that the world of cause and effect is the if there's an object sitting there, then the, the cause is me pushing on the object and the effect is the object moving. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever it happens to be and whatever I have to push with. And in reality, the cause is always that decision, that intention to have the thing move. So that's the transformation in consciousness. It is my intention to have that object move. Mm-hmm. And then what happens right after that, the first effect is that I push it. And the secondary effect is that it moves. But the cause is always in consciousness. And once we realize that that's what's going on, and we understand that that's what we're doing, when I'm going to plant the garden, the first thing that I do is not to plant the seeds. The first thing that I do is I decide to have the garden. I set the intention to have sunflowers or tomatoes or whatever it is that I want to be growing. And then I engage in whatever is mine to do to allow that to come into my life. The big thing about the purpose is that's where we get to understand what it is that we want to create. And we also get to understand where we are now. You said earlier, and I, I reflected on something in your book, it's about creating a new experience. And I'm going to use a word that um, is not practical. At least I didn't find it practical. And <laughs> <laughs> talk about treating your mind, which is really why I was so glad I ran into this book because, you know, um, without disrespect, spiritual mind treatment just kind of wasn't getting it for me. I didn't understand that. And it, it just sounded a little hokey, but, uh, but you call it practical prayer. And it's about in a way, treating my mind or changing my mind so that I can have a different experience in my life. Did I say that right? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. And you know, people think of prayer as something you do on Sunday morning and you can forget about it the rest of the week, um, you know, where you set aside specific times for, for, for prayer work. Um, and practical prayer is all about practical spirituality to understand that we're always activating that creative law whether it's when we go to work or go to the grocery store or <clears throat> are creating a new recipe or just, you know, having time with, uh, with, with, with our friends and our family to be able to set the intention for what's the experience I want to have. I want to have a family dinner. Okay. Well, let me be more specific. What kind of family dinner? Cause I've had horrible family dinners. I've had the ones where there's an argument going on and it just continues to fester for years. <clears throat> and I've also had the joyous family dinners. So when there's a possibility for family dinner, let me set the intention for the one that I want to experience. Let me activate that creative law to help me create that experience and everybody else uh, who's participating to, for whatever reason, to be creating that experience for all of us. But I have to believe I can. 
create a different experience. I have right. to believe that I have the the power to do that. Yeah, maybe create is the wrong word to use because <clears throat> we don't actually create our experience. We invite our experience. Mm-hmm. And that infinite creative power that makes galaxies is creating the experience. Because if I'm going to try to create something on my own from my little ego self, that's going to take an, an, an enormous amount of confidence and belief in myself. Mm-hmm. But what we're doing in a practical prayer is we're taking that that new intention, that the purpose of, uh, of whatever our prayer is, that's going to become an affirmation or what we call a realization step. And affirmations work really well. They have been working. That's, that's what drives the, the self, self-help movement and has um, let lots of people transform their lives. If you simply repeat a hundred times a day, I am prosperous, I am prosperous, I am prosperous, I am prosperous, there will be a new experience of prosperity coming into your life. Now, it might be temporary. It might be subtle. There might just be a little bit of it. When we get our belief behind that, that I am prosperous, then that's where the, the, the true transformation in our prosperity gets to happen. But what makes it into a practical prayer is once we know what that affirmation is going to be, instead of saying that and repeating it rote at our own mental or ego level, what we're going to do is we are going to identify that in this infinite creative universe, that infinite power that creates everything, that has created all of the, let's talk about prosperity, that has created all of the abundance everywhere, that has created all of the prosperity that has ever been for anyone, that one creative power that created, that created me. The mind that wields that creative power is the same mind that I think with. So I am part of it. The creative law that I am activating is not my own little special law that's just near me. It is that infinite creative law that creates everything that responds to positive intentions and invitations. And I know that it, it, since it responds to everyone, since it's a principle, it's always operating that it's responding to me too. And then I do the affirmation for my prosperity. And I invite that infinite creative power to create that for me and with me and through me and as me. And then, so it's, it's putting myself on the A team. You know, this is not, you know, small Bill sitting over here, you know, hoping for something big. This is like God and Bill doing this together. And with, with God on the team, everything's possible. As good as I can imagine and 10% better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it, it starts before the prayer, really. The, the belie- what you believe is possible how you believe it works because there's an element of faith in that, right? I have to really have faith in this. Like every, everybody, not everybody, but denominations and religions have prayer formulas as to how they work. And eh, they're not terribly, terribly different. There, there's some difference, but not a whole lot. Coming to new thought, I had to learn how specifically prayer worked. And I didn't come thinking that I had to learn how prayer worked. <laughs> <laughs> you know, my mind, in my mind, <laughs> prayer, you, you pray, right? It, you pray and it works. Right. But, uh, but except that, when it doesn't. Except when it doesn't. And most of <laughs> no, it's terrible. Most of the time it didn't. So, you know, when it doesn't, you have to come up with some reasons why it doesn't because you got to let God off the hook. You know, God can't 
be mean and not answer a prayer, or you got to go into the yes, then God says no, then God says maybe, then God says wait, which became extremely cumbersome to me because, you know, by the time you go through all of that, like you're onto something else. And yeah, well, so, so just give me an example of like, if, if we were, if I were doing a prayer for prosperity using your traditional steps, formula process, how would it sound? My former traditional. Well, you, 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 you now have a traditional and a non-traditional. Oh, okay. So, so you, I'm keeping both. <laughs> well, it's not like you're going to ever, um, you, I don't think you're going to forget it. You might let it go, but I don't think you're going to forget it. Yeah, you got you got a lot of muscle memory there. I'm working on it. You know, you got it. I think I don't know. I think that you. This is probably worth saying too. I think that you have to let it go in order to allow space for something new, because without it, it's always like a tug of war. Now that's just my approach to things. Oh, and I, I agree with you. You have to, I mean, what does it say? You have to put down childish things. Yeah. You, you have to want to, first of all. Yeah. So, and, and when you outgrow it and then picking those things up again can be detrimental. So let me make that as a, as a request rather than an instruction, because I don't want to do something that's going to traumatize you by making you go and doing what you consider to be an old fashioned prayer. <laughs> I just was, since I wasn't brought up in that, you know, every time somebody said pray, it was really vague about exactly what you're supposed to do. You repeat one of these things that's in the book. You say things the same way that the guy with the collar up front says it, or like what makes it into a prayer? It's, it's asking how it's asking humbly hoping. That's the way I looked at it. You ask and you humbly hope, which is not hope and faith are different. You know, to me, faith is believing it's going to happen. If it's not in the next five minutes, it'll be here by tomorrow afternoon, something like that. I mean, you you know that it's going to happen. Hope is like just it's out there. Maybe it will. Oh, and it's too many variables that have to fall in line for it to, to be right. But let's say you're asking or you're hoping for $500 by the 30th. Okay. Then you got to think about have I sinned? Because if I have sinned or done anything wrong, then not only am I not going to get the $500, but the prayer itself is subject to be held out there because I am not in the right place. I'm not worthy. I shouldn't be asking. So you got to get all that stuff cleared up before you even ask. Sounds exhausting. Well, it is. It is. But, you know, and then if the 30th comes and the $500 isn't there, there has to be a reason because God answers prayer. So the prayer, if you didn't get it by the 30th, then the answer had to be no. Well, if you don't want it to be no, then maybe it's a wait. And waiting is because maybe you didn't ask in faith believing Uh, You weren't going to do the right thing with it. You didn't have enough. It's just a whole lot in there, you know, and, and I just could not see how could you, you can't trust a God that has that many contingencies because you can't possibly know them all, you know, and then there's a wait, wait for what? 
You know, I needed the 500 on the 30th. What am I waiting for? You know, I, I'll never get this mess cleared but up. What, what, what we're talking about with a practical prayer is the same process, except it's practical. And you don't have, there's, there's nothing you need to do ahead of time. When you're doing a practical prayer, what we're doing is we're activating the infinite creative law in the universe by changing our belief, by changing our belief system. And there's a mechanism in the technique for a practical prayer for figuring out what's in our belief system. There's stuff, stuff that I simply do not believe can happen. And if I do a prayer for them, then my belief system will rear its adorable little head and tell me that I can't believe that, that I don't believe it. So it's, it's pointless to pray for it. And my example is for me to do a prayer, to be a skinny 16 year old girl. And I could manage skinny. That's in my belief system. I know that there's, there are techniques to turn me to a girl, but 16 has left the barn. It is completely outside of my belief system. So if I do a prayer and, and if I set the intention in that affirmation or realization step in my prayer, where I have identified that infinite creative power that creates everything has created me. I am using that same infinite creative power to create my experience. According to my beliefs, I now believe that I'm transforming into a skinny 16 year old girl. There'll be a little voice that says, no, it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. That is not possible. Uh-uh. No. There's an objection that comes up right after I try to do that affirmation. And that's my belief system giving voice in me that I don't believe it. So in the same situation, if we want $500 by the end of the month, we are going to connect with an infinite creative power, the, the one that makes galaxies. It's making new stars as we speak. Okay, stars. And stars... That's, that's a big thing. That's, you know, supernovas. And we can find lots of them happening in the sky if we have the right telescope. So there's that infinite power that creates stars. It's created me. I'm using that same infinite power to create my life experience. It is not possible that God is everything, everyone, everywhere, except the three feet around me. Mm-hmm. I am not nearly that exception. So that infinite power is available and accessible. And it's creating this new experience of prosperity for me now in the form of $500 and additional $500 showing up from a source that I have no idea about. And it's unfolding for me by the 30th of month or sooner. And then if I want to embellish and say $500 or 10% better, this or something more. And if I get an objection that says not going to happen, then that's what I get to work with because that's why my belief system is telling me I believe. I'm claiming $500 by the end of the month. And that, yeah, but you don't have the resources or yeah, but there's nobody sending you a thing or yeah, but whatever it happens to be. As soon as that, that little yeah, but shows up in my awareness, that's the cue that what I'm claiming in my prayer, I don't believe. And because the law is going to respond to what I believe rather than what I claim, you don't have to wait. There is no wait. You get that. Yeah, but it's like, okay, this isn't happening because I don't believe it. And it's not that God is telling you no. Your consciousness, your belief system is telling you no. If you don't believe it's going to happen, it's not going to happen. But what you're doing is you're activating the law and it's not going to, you're not going to get the $500 because you believe you're not going to get the $500. So even when the $500 doesn't show up, that's your belief system that you're using the law. I, I get it. It's, it's the emphasis for me was on the word practical, you know, practical is almost like what's real what's realistic here. So if you're looking for the $500, are you expecting to go out for a walk and look over 
There it is peeping out from under a rock or a bush. Maybe, but probably not. But your belief system, if you are open to the yes, then you will look for it and it comes in different ways. For example, Correct. in my own experience, and, and I never did the $500 prayer, but other things, it may come in the form of an opportunity. Uh, so in the middle of the month, I have an opportunity to do something that's brought me $250 and then something else. You know, it's being open and allowing the yes to manifest however it's able to do it. It's, it's not going to drop down from the sky. It's probably going to come in some realistic, practical way. But that's, that's an important point. Yeah. You no, know, that, that's very important because in the tradition that I come from, it's like you ask, you wait, and you're looking for the $500 to come in the mail on the 29th. Right. When and so when I say put, you know, put the universe in a box, you're not, of course, you can't do that, but it's like not being open enough. Or let me say it this way be open to receiving it however it comes and it and be aware of it coming a little at a time or a lot of a lot at a time. Okay. You know? We're gonna we're gonna do a practical prayer for five hundred dollars in unexpected income showing up in the next 30 days. And that will apply for me and you and anybody who's listening to the podcast. So this, this actually ought to be a lot of fun. And I will tell you that twice in my life, I have found lying on the ground, a hundred dollar bill twice. And once was with, I was on, I was walking with my daughter and she had just stepped over it mm -hmm. because she wasn't looking for it. She she had walked past it. And I said, Oh, and she turned around and she said, there's a hundred dollar bill on the ground because she was just, so not open to the possibility of there being a hundred dollars just lying there for her that she went past it. I've heard you tell that story. And every time I go walking, you know, I'm looking now. <laughs> Let's take a quick break and come back with a prayer for 500 bucks in unexpected income. <laughs> okay. Learn to put practical prayer to work in your life. The steps are simple to learn and let you begin to get real results to create the life of your dreams immediately. Reverend Bill Marcioni's widely acclaimed book, Practical Prayer for Real Results, gives you a clear summary of the new thought principles behind practical prayer and the series of easy-to-understand steps found in the most effective prayers from religions and spiritual practices all over the world and throughout history. Practical prayer is not a replacement for your religion or practice. It's a technique to make the work you do in consciousness even more effective. The book includes 40 prayers on various topics that you can adapt as needed and use as your own. Practical Prayer for Real Results is available in paperback, Kindle, and audiobook on Amazon or at b-the-light.com. That's b-the-light.com. Welcome back to the Practical Prayer Podcast. I'm Carol Lawrence. I'm here with Reverend Bill Marcioni, and we're going to do a practical prayer. Ah, he's going to do a practical prayer. Well, 
yeah, we're going to do a practical prayer together. And because it's going to be for all of us, it's going to be for everybody who is listening to this now. We have a program that we run whenever we're doing a prosperity class called the Unexpected Income Club. And the prayer is for unexpected income to show up in the lives of everybody who's participating in the club. And we have generated, I, I would say, over the time that we've been doing this, in excess of $100,000 in unexpected income for the people who have participated in it. And what they do is it's, uh, it's an introduction to it, the spiritual practice of tithing. So the deal for the club members is that 10% of the unexpected money gets donated to the organization. And because they weren't expecting the money, it's not like you're giving away 10% of your income. You're giving away 10, you're basically keeping 90% of God's gift, God's additional gift. And there's no requirement that anybody make a donation as they're listening to this. Although we, of course, are open to our prosperity, be happy to accept whatever is offered up. So the purpose of this prayer is for $500 or more of additional unexpected income showing up in the next 30 days for everybody who's listening to the prayer. And these are fun. I love doing these because that's just a joyful experience. Oh, and by the way, it's joyous unexpected income. It is not going to show up in the form of insurance claims or inheritances from people who you loved. So nobody has to die in order for this prosperity to happen. And I will include that this is uh, unexpected income coming joyously coming from fund sources. And it's additional income because most people, if all they made in the next 30 days is $500, they'd be pretty angry. So I'm not praying for $500. I'm praying for 500 extra. So we have, we have been working on this purpose a little bit. <laughs> well, I was in your, I was in your class the first time and it worked. I'm not sure if I should say the word worked. It happened. I was so stunned. And the duration of the class was 10 weeks. And I can't give you an accurate count about how many times it happened, but it was at least three. I remember three. And I thought, I wasn't expecting this income. Look at this. This is working. This is crazy. This is working. <laughs> after the class, I know we're going to pray, but I just wanted to say this because, you know, it just is so real to me. After the class, I continued with it because I wasn't willing to drop this idea of unexpected income. Unexpected income is, is great, you know, yeah. and giving up 10% of it, that's no big deal because I wasn't expecting any of it to begin with. So I thought, and I did say this, you know, I said, spirit, look, we're going to just keep doing this. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'll, you know, I'll send it. And sometimes I feel a little, you know, funny about sending $5 because it doesn't seem like much, but listen, that's the deal, right? 10% mm -hmm. of the unexpected works for me. So you go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> you go ahead. Okay. Uh, so let's, uh, let's take a breath <sighs> and breathe out. Just to let go of whatever attachment we have to the stuff that's happened up until now. Open ourselves up to whatever's new and whatever's next. You can go into a soft focus or close your eyes because we, we are not engaging in the world. We are engaging with that infinite creative power, that divine source of everything. When we breathe in, we are opening ourselves up to the gift of life. There is exactly the right amount of oxygen in this next breath that we need. And we don't have to think about it. We are not in control. We just open up and are gifted with it. And our body uses that oxygen. And then when we exhale, we let go of what's no longer necessary. That's the surrender. That's the opening. We're letting go of the past. As we sit here together, 
let us join our attention on that infinite creative power that creates everything, that divine source that in the beginning said, let there be. And that creative law responded, and there is. Let there be light, and there is light. Let there be galaxies, and there are galaxies. Let there be stars, and there are stars, and planets, and life, and people, and places, and all of this that exists everywhere is that one infinite presence sharing its energy and its substance as its creation. Everything is that divine power and presence expressed in its own way. We know that because in the beginning, there was only that infinite power and presence. And that creative process is what brought the, the manifest physical universe into being, including each of us. So we are not here with God. We are here as the divine expression of God, as an individualization, as a particularization of that divine God presence. We are the particles that make us up, those divine particles, which are the energy and substance of the divine. That's what we are. Each one within the sound of my voice is a unique expression of that divine power and presence. And we are fully equipped with access to that same creative law that always says yes. So knowing that that goodness is available and that it's not possible that it's everywhere except the three feet around me, knowing that that divine presence and power is inside of me and inside of each one who is within the sound of my voice, I'm making a claim on that creative law that this divine power and presence is now bringing an additional $500 in unexpected income into the experience, into the life, into the finances, into the bank account of each one within the sound of my voice in the next 30 days. I let go of any attachment to how it's going to show up. I just know that it is a joyous experience that's uplifting for me and for everyone involved. I open myself up to old debts that I had long forgotten being repaid. I open myself to finding money in a book. I open myself to lottery winnings. I open myself up to any of the channels through which that can happen. And yeah, even finding it on the ground. I know that the infinite universe that has created everything that exists, that can create stars and galaxies, can certainly create another $500 in additional income in the next 30 days. So that's what I'm claiming. I let go of any doubt or hesitation or disbelief, any thought that it's not possible. And I certainly let go of any attachment to having to know how it's going to happen. How is none of my business. I turn it over to the infinite. And that infinite creative power that always says yes is saying yes to this good again. I'm grateful for it. I'm grateful for the wonderful way that this largesse is showing up in our lives. I'm grateful for the wonderful stories, the ones that start with, you're not going to believe this, but, and then go into something that is now within our belief system. I am grateful for the insight that comes with that even deeper awareness that the law is always saying yes, that this process is always working. So with gratitude for all of this good, I speak this word of intention and I release it into that creative law that has always said yes. And I know without any question whatsoever, it once again is saying yes, this good is at hand. This transformation is underway and I let it be. And so it is. Amen. And so it is. And when the unexpected income comes in, if you want to make a donation of a portion of it, newthoughtphilly.org. There's a button. Oh, it's coming in. <laughs> it, it's definitely coming in. <laughs> I know that it's coming. Thank you, Carol. And I'll see you next time. See you next time.
The Practical Prayer Podcast with Reverend Bill Marcioni and Carol Lawrence is a production of BeTheLight.com. Be-the-light.com. Where you can find more information about practical prayer for real results. Our theme is by Music of Wisdom. You can learn about the spiritual community of New Thought Philadelphia with daily guided meditations, weekly celebrations of spirit, and Reverend Bill's classes in practical spirituality at newthoughtphilly.org. This podcast is supported by listeners like you. We're grateful for your tax-deductible donation at newthoughtphilly.org or the link in the episode description.